got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect. I'm so excited about my next guest. You've definitely seen her in the hit show, The Shy. She plays a woman by the name of Jada who has breast cancer. And I'm so excited to get her perspective and her take on how she brings this role to life. So stay tuned for this episode of Checking In. I'm excited about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is another dynamic episode of Checking In. Yes, I've judged my own episode. Yes, I did. It's dynamic. It is wonderful. It is fabulous. I really like to dig in with actors of so much respect that I know are committed to their craft versus what comes with the notoriety of the craft. And I've got Yolanda Ross checking in with us today. She has worked with Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, Angela Bassett, Lena Waite, and even David Mamut. So please welcome to my podcast, actress, director, writer, and producer. She does everything. Y'all welcome Yolanda Ross. Hey, I'm so good to be here. It's so good to be here. By the way, one of the reasons why I got excited is because you're from the Midwest. Like the Midwest. The Midwest. How is it then to be in Chicago coming from the winter into spring? It went from winter to summer. I don't know about spring. It went from winter to summer like last week it just went it was like 90 degrees right thank you and we were outside and i can't tell you there was sweat everywhere everywhere it wasn't cute (laughs) so did it affect filming it just it just affected us being hot being hot because i didn't know if it was like set in the winter and then all of a sudden it's 90 degrees outside and y'all got on turtlenecks and scarves that's very true that could that does happen sometimes because i remember last season 
there was a day where it just suddenly got cold. It was warming up. Everything was good. And then I had an outdoor scene where it was like, oh, we went back to 40, you know, after being in like the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's definitely, as my grandmother would say, pneumonia <laughs> weather. And That's the Midwest. That is the Midwest. But I wouldn't trade anything for grounds and foundation of the Midwest. Yes. I think we're the coolest people, especially when you work in the industry. There's some people that might get mad at the statement. I don't care. I feel like we don't let success get to our heads. Yeah, I feel very grounded, you know, very grounded in what life is about, what matters. Yes, ma'am. That's what I found with the people that I know from the Midwest is just we still have the same sensibilities. Yeah, we do. So we connect because we're from the Midwest, but I also feel like we connect because we like to do things like you like train rides, luxury train rides. Yes. Like I can't even tell you. I was just talking to a friend about this yesterday. It's like, I'm just waiting for the thing that I can celebrate and take like, I don't know, maybe like 10 friends go to Europe book a train and us like just take over. Yes. That just be like a seven, eight day trip, you know, dress for dinner, listen to music, go to like the dinner car. Like, yes, the dinner cart and the snack cart. And people don't realize like you can actually have bedrooms on the train. You're sweet. That's the whole thing. That's the whole, I mean, the train trip is the vacation, you know? So it's, your room and, and like I said, going to dinner in another car and just meeting your people, having a drink, watching the scenery. Like, yeah, planes can definitely get you places faster. But if you have the time, it's nothing like even just going from like L.A. to San Francisco or L.A. to San Diego, just go up the coast. That is a beautiful ride. And they have those like little destination um Amtrak has them where they go through a few places back and forth. I just got to say like the trains, the actual trains in Europe are a little better, a little bit, (laughs) a little more advanced. Yeah. It's just a whole other experience. They're just beautiful. And I think it's because also we don't take the train as much. We don't look at that as a luxury to, travel that way we're always trying to get somewhere fast whereas i feel like people in other countries sometimes enjoy where they are in the moment more. yes 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 and i feel like that is what you have done in your career enjoying things during the moment at the moment one of your first roles you played alongside denzel washington very early on in your career yeah. How was that? Did you expect that? No, like for real, because it was so early on, I was not up for doing it because I read that script like twice and I was like, you know, I don't think I can do this. Told my you know, agent and he was like, look, this is Denzel's directorial debut. Just take a look at it one more time before you pass on it. And I looked at it again and what was sticking me was the molestation of the child. I didn't think I could do that on screen. And then this third Mm. time that I read it, I saw that it was all like behind a door or behind a window. Like, so you didn't actually see it on screen. And I was like, oh, 
okay, I can do this. You I can do, do this. It. I can do this. And so, I, you know, I did the tape for it. And Denzel called me like I was on, I remember I was on Melrose Place. I just left like Fred Siegel. I almost got hit by a car because I'm like answering my phone. I'm like, wait, what? And I just stopped dead in the street. Like Denzel's calling me. It was amazing. It was amazing. He was so great as a director because I hadn't done a whole lot. But to watch this man that, you know, is an actor. Yeah. Learning this business. He knew everything he wanted. He did. It was smooth. Do you feel like that step was something divine to happen for you at that point? I mean, right now you've got over 60 acting credits to your resume, but to look back and be like, but I started here, Antoine Fisher, like Denzel Washington. I mean, I think that is amazing because you have some people, you got to crawl before you walk. You can't work with these people until you've had 60 acting credits. But early on, I just think that's just a testament of your gift. Thank you. I do too. Like literally this whole career is a gift. The whole career is what I'm supposed to be doing because I was in the fashion business. So for me to get into this, I feel like I came in sideways. Nobody knew who I was. I didn't Mm. have any credits behind me. I, you know, booked something, then booked something else four years later that really got me going. All of it though, I'm learning from as I go yeah. I'm learning about me. I'm learning about life. I'm learning about things that I, as Yolanda, would never, ever really find out about. So I feel like the whole trajectory was already laid out. And I, if I'm paying attention, will go in the right direction. Yeah. I would say even like, even at that time, like say 2011, I still didn't maybe fully, fully, fully know what I was here for, but I feel that I do now. I feel that I'm here for us. I mean, if you look at the people that I play, they're women that a lot of times you don't look at. People don't pay attention to. People don't get to know these women, but I bring them to life with heart. I don't objectify them. I don't put anything on them. I am just them. Because, so good. you know, it's like, I don't want to put anything on them. You feel how you feel about them, but I'm not putting any judgment on them when I'm playing them. So I just want you to see the humanity in people because yes. we don't take the time to get to know people. We don't take the time to see. And speaking of taking time, you mentioned from 2011 to now, that's been 11 years. And you say you're kind of just now figuring things out. That's something to say to the listener. Sometimes it can take 11 years for you to figure you out. And as long as we're living and breathing, there are parts of us that we're still going to be figuring out. I'm 43 this year, and there's something about me that I've just now discovered. And I shared it with a friend of mine last night, and he said, but I've always known that about you. (laughs) And I was like, why am I just now (laughs) discovering this? So thank you for sharing that as someone as so awesome as you are that you were able to admit like, yo, from 2011, you're saying to up to now, you're just kind of figuring out who -hmm. you are. Do you mean just as a human or in your career as an actor? I think it's all of it. I'm an actress for a reason. I'm a writer and a director for a reason. I am getting stories out. I am getting characters out. Like I said, Things that you don't get to see all the time or take the time to get to know. So I feel that is my purpose. So when I say like 2011, 
that's when I kind of figured things out. It was like I was getting bits and pieces of what I feel I should be doing. But why am I writing this kind of thing? Why are these kind of characters coming to me? You know, it's like looking at it because you keep looking at what you've done in the past to see, wow, so there's a pattern of things that come to me. So looking forward, it's like I know there's stuff that I have to get out because I don't write just to write. There are people in situations that we need to see. Yes. That's why I have the gift that I have. Mm. You're talking about writing, and I'm like, man, I want to see you in theater. I want to see you on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Soon. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You just revealed to us that you just got through wrapping up The Shy because you're in Chicago as we speak. And your character, Jada, on the series has breast cancer. Mm -hmm. You're saying how the role changed you. And was this the role that made you advocate? Because I know you talk about disparities in healthcare among people of color. Yeah. Like last season when uh, Jada was going through cancer, I started working with three organizations here in Chicago. And just, you know, meeting with women because it was still a time of lockdown. So not a lot of people were coming out, but I did mm. get to meet with them in person a couple of times and then on Zoom as well. And it was just really interesting to hear what women of color have been through the experience mm. and just sad. Just sad because it shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't have to go to three different doctors to find out you have cancer, nobody's sending you in for a CAT scan or MRI. They're sending you home with some Tylenol. Like, really? They don't take you seriously. No. They don't take you seriously. I had an incident where I had a doctor's appointment 
And thank God, she's a black OBGYN. And she took the time and said, hey, is there anything new, anything you want to tell me about, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I told her something, but I feel like I don't know if I would have said anything had she not asked, asked, which is horrible because I've been in situations where the doctor's office is like a a machine, a farm or like a cattle. Just get them in and out, get them in and out, get them in. And you don't have time or you're made to feel bad to ask certain questions about your body. Mm hmm. And I've seen reports where women aren't taken seriously when they come in and have a question about their bodies. Black women, for sure. And that's with everything. The great thing about what we do is sometimes you never know that your gift will make you be an advocate for something that you never even thought you'd have to advocate for. No, I would have never. I mean, because I lost a dear friend to breast cancer. She was misdiagnosed. And then it went to her liver and it just, that was that. She didn't even make it to 40. And we've all been touched by it. Mm. So it's not something that we don't know of or don't know somebody who has either lost their life or is going through it. But to really then be somebody who is going through it as a character, I wanted to be able to bring to life everything possible because like when people are writing stories they're not looking at details a lot of times you know they're writing the story yes he is the actor is giving me the homework to go find out as much as i can so whatever's not on paper i can bring that to life like having dark nails because chemo did that to you or taking my brows off taking my hair off showing a black woman go through that hair loss was so important to me because of yes. how our hair is so major to us. We lose jobs over it. We get talked about yeah. because of our hair. So much of our identity is our hair. And I feel like when I see TV, people are suddenly like, oh, they're wearing a scarf. Oh, you got cancer. You got a scarf on your head. Okay. That's as far as I go. And it's just like, I just wanted to show the women, we see you. Mm-hmm. We see what you're going through. And We might not always be able to verbalize or or say how we feel because we don't know. We don't want to overstep any boundaries or da, da, da. But I wanted to let them know that we see you and truthfully see you. Yes. How do you think a woman should advocate for her own health? It's hard because just like what you said, you might not think to ask certain questions, but listen to your body. If something is not what it usually feels like or whatever. Like, Mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. Go to a doctor Mm -hmm. and make them see you. Absolutely. Push, push, push. Because you don't know exactly what it is, but they should know or they should be able to run tests to help everybody find out. But, you know, take care of your body and get mammograms. Go Mm -hmm. in and get those things started early because people are like coming down with cancer earlier, younger and younger. Absolutely. Don't don't wait to like a 50 or whatever. To me, I think 30s personally, because people are getting diagnosed really young. Way earlier. Mammograms, there's even a sonogram that you can do. Also, you know, checking yourself. I know several people who found lumps themselves. So you did the research. You did everything to bring truth and dignity to women who have breast cancer, but you did an exhibit. Yeah. 
that whole exhibit of those women, like they just touched me. I was going to a group here in the South Side, the Tasha C. Joyner Foundation, which is in the South Side of Chicago. And yeah. it's women of color. It's primarily Black women. And what I was just talking about with the hair loss, it's like, that's a real thing when you have breast cancer. Out of all the cancers, that's where you lose your hair with breast cancer. And I just wanted to, I just wanted them to see their own beauty because mm. a lot of times people don't feel themselves, don't feel as womanly, as beautiful as they felt before. And so five women came through and I photographed them I was going to just give them the portraits, but we got this whole thing come about because we got a donation, a gift of $100,000 to my organization. So I was like, well, let's make a, let's have a party, you know, and unveiled the photos at a art gallery here. And it was just, you know, I want the women to like, just be joyous and just see themselves with all of the beauty. Everybody see them. And I love the photos. I, I have all the photos. (laughs) That's beautiful, Yolanda. Like I said, you just wrapped the shy. Are you taking a trip? What are we doing? Are you on to another project? What's going on? It's kind of both. I'm going to Florida. You know, actually some art that I have from Geo Swabi is going on tour. So I'm going to go there for a few days. And then I'm working on American Gigolo. Okay. She just said it so casually. Well, yeah, you know, it's, I'm thankful for that job. <laughs> Working with John Bernthal is amazing. He's amazing. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm just keeping the train moving. Absolutely. The film, television. I'm like, gosh, she hasn't done theater yet. Well, well no, I have actually. I'm part of the Labyrinth Theater Company in New York and I will be doing Broadway. It's just not announced yet. <laughs> I promise you, I didn't know that, but you just have a Broadway-esque type glow. There are certain actors that I get to interview and I'm like, man, they would be something incredible. I could already see a nomination, a Tony Award nomination for sure. (laughs) So I am excited. In the roles that you play, you play some very interesting roles that you got to dig deep. Like you said, for the role in The Shy, have they ever affected your mental health? Were you like, wait a minute, this is just the role. This ain't me. Mm. But some of it is you. You bring all of you into a character at times. Yeah, I feel for me, I feel like the characters come through me. So I feel like, there might be bits of me that come through with it, but okay. like Jada is probably the most like me as a person. I will say this as far as like when you said that about the mental health and separating the two last season was the one time where I really was careful about separating the two because I feel I can manifest things and I feel we can manifest things. The brain is very powerful and it can make things happen to the body that it's just like, dang, I didn't realize like I made that happen, you know? So I just didn't want to get into too much of a a dark area with the cancer. Okay. So I just, you know, was really just making sure that I I separated the two. Absolutely. And y'all were filming some, especially during the pandemic, 
so many people were isolated that changed the way we worked. How did you keep yourself okay in, in a healthy space during the pandemic? As creatives, folks, what, what do we do? Now, I like to be indoors. So when, when they locked us down, I said, this is all right for me. <laughs> I was kind of that way too. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> You know, but it's different when, because I don't live in Chicago, so it's different being somewhere that's not your home and Mm. and being kind of isolated because we were isolated while shooting last season. It was a weird season. It wasn't comfortable feeling. And I had to keep myself from going to dark places because, you know, you, you sit in a place for so long, you're not really going anywhere. You're not around people. I don't think that's ever good for anybody. I found myself. What made me happy last season was buying black art. I found myself purchasing pieces of art, learning about black artists. And it really, that's what brought me joy last season. Can you name one that I should probably look into? I did before, because like I said, I'm going to Florida next, but Gio, Mm -hmm. G-I-O, last name is Swabi. S-W-A-B-Y. Yep. She textiles and I just fell in love with her pieces. And I bought a couple. I bought a lot lot of stuff last year. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm moving soon and I want to make sure the art is on point. You need to get one of my portraits for my ladies because they are beautiful. I'm here for it. Will do. I will sign it you and yeah absolutely I just want to see them in everybody's home because they're just they're so regal and that's fact that is <laughs> fact. that is fact got my Prevnar 20 shot it's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine for us wise folks it helps protect I'm 19 strong and asthmatic and at higher risk get vaccinated but but nothing when grandma speaks grandson listens 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma diabetes or chronic heart disease or 65 plus you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia continued approval may depend on a supportive study don't get prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. 
Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You mentioned how the mind is very powerful. Some people think that the mind and brain are the same thing. They're two separate things. Don't judge me. I was just a couple days old, about a year ago when I discovered that. The mind is where we think, feel, and choose. And I've heard you say a few times about not going into a dark space. Mm -hmm. That's intentional, obviously. Can you share with us what you do intentionally to not get in a dark place? Depression is real. Anxiety is real. It is so real. Is there anything that you do on a daily basis? Because sometimes our business is not kind either, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I think for me, social media is something to stay away from. Definitely is part of our work. So, I mean, I post stuff, but I can't sit and read stuff because Mm. you go down a rabbit hole with that. Yeah. I need to see light. I'm not good in apartments or houses that are dark. I need sunlight. I need to feel air. Otherwise, I I feel like a shut in. And then, like I said, you know, earlier, it's like I have no problem staying in the house all day, you know, so. You're not an introvert, are you? A bit, sort of. But (laughs) but it's like, but I do like being outdoors. Like, yeah, get out there. You know, that's the thing, like going out and seeing sun, feeling air, seeing plants and things like that. Like, I just, I love all that stuff. Yeah. Going to dinner, Mm. having a meal with friends, good food, good drink, good conversation. I'm set. What's your favorite food? Oh my gosh. I want to say steak, but I do love a burger. (laughs) It's like, you know, what can I say? I'm from Nebraska. So uh, red meat. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm excited and thank you so much for your time. I asked you definitely about mental health and you use the word even manifest a few times about how the mind is powerful. And I just want to ask you, you were very close friends with Michael Williams, an amazing actor who we felt is gone too soon. On this podcast, we talk about grief and loss and how it can affect people What can we share with listeners? I'm always in my DMs and I tell listeners to send me questions, whatever you have about your mental health. I'm not an expert, but I've lived through it or I'll have an expert to answer. As far as grief and loss, when you've lost someone so close, you even mentioned losing a friend before the age of 40. What can you say that gave you strength that could possibly give somebody else strength that's never lost anybody so close? Well, looking at life in a way where it's part of a a cycle, we're all going to go through it. And I do feel like I function in this body, but I also function outside of it. And I feel like we've accomplished when people are taken out of this life. Yes, ma'am. They've accomplished what they needed to do here, because sometimes the life is not necessarily for us. Maybe we have to do something to make something happen for somebody else and they're going on to another place. I don't think it, it ends at all. It's just, we're in another form. Mm, so much wisdom in that. It makes me want to ask you, how did you get so grounded even to have that perspective about grief and loss? I'm not exactly sure. It's all been coming to me. The acting is part of it. That's why I just yeah. feel like 
learned more as I've lived and just looked at things differently. Like the world and us and everything is bigger than, than just us. So, you know, I feel like we've all been here before. Mm. I do talk to readers. Like I have one here in Chicago, one in New Orleans. And I just talk about stuff and they talk about stuff to me because, I mean, I've lost a lot of people. And, you know, you want to know, like, are they okay? What were they going through? Because, there's, you know, as people, we have questions about people in our lives that we can't always get the answers to. And sometimes they do certain things that just don't make sense to you, but you don't know what's going on inside of them. So I don't know. Absolutely. Your perspective of, about grief and loss is bringing tears. And I just feel something like in my chest that just wants to break down. <laughs> because when we go through grief and loss, sometimes not that we're selfish. It's just we make it about us and what we've lost versus your answer of it's part of the life circle. It is part of it. So Thank you for sharing that to give comfort to people, to let us know, not to say, listen, we born to die. You didn't say that, (laughs) you know, because it's like what you said. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to lose that person. You know, it hurts. Oh my gosh. You're going to make me cry because it's like somebody that we love is not here anymore. You know? So. I understand. I totally understand. I was trying to find something to post. And it's so random. I ran into a picture of my father who I lost in December of 2020. Besides him and my grandmother, probably one of the the only two close losses to me. And I saw that picture and I wanted to delete the pictures of my dad out of my phone because they can be so random when you're trying to find something and you just see that picture of them. And so I was like, no, I'm going to keep this picture of him. And whatever comes up when I see this picture of my dad, I'm just going to let it. It hasn't been long. Mm -hmm. You know, he was my dad for 41 years. So it's I'm not going to delete a picture. We all deal with grief and loss differently. It's the selfishness that I've got to work through about why I want a person here versus their time here, their contribution is enough. They've done enough and left great impact. Yeah. You know what? That's in time. And it's like, everybody's different. So. That's true. That is so true. Yolanda, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for your time today. I'm excited about the new season and everything that you've got coming up. Thank you for your gift. Thank you for your integrity and character with the gift. And I'm excited to continue following your journey. Thank you for checking in. Yeah, yo, thank you for having me. This, you know, it's a great talk. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We try to keep them conversation-like and talk-like. So I'm appreciative again. All right. Well, thanks again. We'll talk again soon. Okay, y'all. I did not know that this interview would make me a little weepy or make me feel like somebody's cutting the onions. I just loved her perspective on grief and loss, especially of such a tender, fragile topic, especially of the passing of her close friend, amazing actor, Michael Williams. And 
we didn't expect to be brought to tears. But sometimes I'm grateful for checking in and how you guys allow us to have a safe place and how I want you to also be safe and be vulnerable too as a listener. I'm so thankful for y'all. I really, really am so thankful to have y'all listening and downloading episodes of, man, season two of this podcast. You guys are my joy. I look forward to speaking with y'all and thank you guys so much for being engaging in the comments as it relates to checking in through DMs or just in the comment section when I post the audio snippets. I love y'all so much and just keep checking in. All right, take care. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.